What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody today. Episode 105. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing all right, man. It's a little hectic out here in New York. You know, they got these uh, UN people out here um, <laughs> causing up traffic and shit. I mean, you know, but the Giants 2-0, man, so I can't complain, man. But, you know, we'll see We'll see how long it lasts, man. <laughs> I was going to say, are you happy with the way they've, uh, they've started the year? Uh, yeah, but, you know, I still think we got a long way to go, despite being 2-0. I don't think that's going to, I don't think we're going to go like, you know, 11 and five or something ridiculous like that. I think, I think it's going to play itself out throughout the season. I mean, like, uh, like they say in the group chats, a lot of football to be played. So yeah, there is. I mean, it's, it's always nice to start two and O, even if you might be the worst two and O team there is, uh, but <laughs> two and O is two and O my friend, take it, take it when you can get it. Oh yeah. I mean, it was against, it was against your Panthers, but Hey, another close game. Another missed field goal. I mean, ultimately, I mean, I, I, I like what I'm seeing from the coaching staff. Despite the the lack of talent, they're still in games. Offensively, we got a lot of work to be done, man. If it's not Daniel Jones, it's, the, it's, it's these receivers. I mean, we mentioned talked about it a little bit before. You know, you know, uh, Galloway and uh, Tony. I mean, they just not doing nothing, man. I don't know. If they, I'm I'm guessing they don't fit the system or. I was I was never high on them before, but pretty much from the season, I mean, we're going to be in a whole new market for our receivers as well. Yeah, but like you said, I think that that the fact that Dayball can take them and and get buy in and and even you know eke out a couple wins here early on uh, is a good sign on the coaching staff. Oh yeah, no, but that's the thing. Uh, it's, go, it's it's just so many holes we have to fill. I mean, you can't be too hyped for being two and zero. Uh, and thinking, you know, we're going to go to the, the Super Bowl or something. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's just so much, so much we got to do. But I like the fact that we we can win games against teams that uh, are like the middle of the crop teams that we can beat, even though, t- you know, Tennessee was more of a playoff team last year. But um, I like the fact that we're, we're competing. The scores are close, despite lo- the lack of the defensive talent we have. Uh, like I said, the coach, the coaching staff is doing a great job. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to them filling up the pieces and putting it all together. Yep. Nope. I, I agree. And then on the other side, man, we had your Jets, man. They came from behind and then they uh, beat the Browns, man. How, how, how excited were you, man, when they came back and now beat them, man? <laughs> I've learned to not get overly excited until the game is over. But it was uh, it was one of those things that normally you see happen against the Jets. So it was nice to to be on the other side of that for uh, you know the, the the rare occasion. But yeah, it just it felt like one of those one of those games that once once Flacco hit Davis for the long touchdown, it was almost like you, you felt the onside kick was going to be recovered. Um, and again, Chubb could have ended the game, and and he came out you know yesterday or the day before and had said basically that that. He just went down there instead of scoring the touchdown. He, he, you know, the game's over. But obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. He didn't think that they'd come come down and score, yep. you know, f- fourteen points in 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 less than two minutes. So, yeah, I, he was I was happy to see. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a win that they needed. I think that it gives them some momentum. 
and you know they can they can now ride you know Flacco another week or two until the, Wilson's 110 percent. So good to see, uh, but it probably sh- shouldn't have gotten to that point. Uh, uh, but it is what it is. So win's a win. Yep, boy Flacco playing himself into another uh, backup role, backup contract. I mean, looking like looking like the old Flacco from the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's amazing what he uh like how how uh, up and down he is. I mean, it's just he he's he's good for like a couple of bad interceptions a game, and if you can avoid those, he's he's you know he's palatable, I think. And and he didn't have any really you know bad interceptions. He played okay. Yeah, I mean that's what you're looking for. It reminds me of like Jay Cutler, but this with a Super Bowl ring. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> similar. Yeah, if Jay could have gone on a playoff run where he didn't throw an interception, exactly no. right. And then uh, to recap some of the games, I mean, we had the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, that was a Thursday night game. The Chiefs held them off, man. I, I, I predicted a close, a similar score. I'm surprised that uh, the Chargers ran flat in that second half and weren't able really to, to keep keep the the scoring up. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did kind of. They they died down a little bit, and then you know Herbert got hurt. So uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to be a it's going to be a tough division over there again. I think the Chiefs are. are playing good football and, and obviously the, the Chargers are up and coming. They got a, a solid defense and obviously a, a really good offense when healthy, but I think that's gonna be the the battle at the top there in the in the West. Yep, between those two teams. Mm-hmm. The other two teams, they're not looking they're not looking good, man. Raiders Raiders took another L. Uh Broncos barely won. I mean I'm still not sold on these Broncos, man. I don't know if it's the, if the coaching or I mean they feel I feel like they got too many weapons and uh, such a good quarterback to not be putting up some points. Yeah, I, I, you know I agree. I don't know what's going on early on here. Um, definitely thought they would be uh, would be doing that, but um, still early, I guess. Yeah, I mean we're gonna have to wait and see. Maybe they like like we mentioned before because some a lot of these players didn't play the preseason. Yep, they're still kind of rusty these first three weeks. So yeah. Then we had another comeback game. We had the Dolphins and the Ravens. Freaking Lamar was killing them. Killed me in fantasy this week. Bastard. But actually he's on my he's on my other fantasy team, so he only wins. So I can't I can't dog him too much. But I mean we got to see two of those some uh, long balls, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure how they left uh Tyreek Hill that wide open, but hey, I mean we he's got the arm, so I mean it's gonna be interesting to see uh how the season pro- progresses between uh him and Tyreek and uh, those other receivers like Waddle as well. Yeah, you know they're definitely never out of a game with with those two guys. And and you know, shame on Baltimore for for letting him get that wide open that many times. Oh yeah. Uh, especially having a you know they were up twenty four to three and whatever it was thirty five fourteen. That that's a game you shouldn't you shouldn't lose, especially with the you know Harbaugh as a coach and and you know the defense is I would say it's it's okay it's not it's not it's not their best defense they've ever had but you know i think they uh they got some good players over there but yeah lamar lamar played played well throwing and running uh and the defense just kind of let them down at the end yeah pretty much but i think it's great for the dolphins it gives them some momentum um going forward in some of these other games i guess people are gonna have to respect Tua's long ball now especially with tyree down there because he's uh I feel like you you got to have a safety over top for him for that, or somebody somebody missed it somebody missed their assignment on those two plays. So yeah, no, it, it, I I I saw the one. It just looked like he outran them, and then another one. It looked like it was just bad coverage where he thought there was safety help. But 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. That's a guy that you can't let get. It's almost at that point, it's like throw two guys on him and, and figure out the rest. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but that's the thing you can't. I feel like you even can because Waddle, but because uh, I mean, he had one of the, he had. I think he had the winning uh, what the winning touchdown too, right? So he did. Yep. It's it's gonna be hard to cover those two guys, especially when they're moving them around. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to seeing them when they play like the Bills and some of these other teams. So. Yeah, that's uh, that should be like the game of the week this week. Bills, uh, Bills, uh, Dolphins. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Then we had the uh, Bengals and the Cowboys. Disappointed in the Bengals, they let this uh, let the Cowboys beat them. I don't I don't know. Maybe they got Super Bowl hangover, man. The offensive line looks shaky. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, Burrow's on pace for double the number of sacks he took last year already. Even though they, you know, quote unquote, revamped that offensive line. Uh, yeah, they just that line just looks shaky right now, and I think that you know he's having to hurry. Uh, guys aren't getting open, and and uh, you know I felt like the defense was fine. You know they only gave up what 17 points. Yeah, uh, give up 17 points and lose is is tough. Oh, it definitely is. They're gonna have to pick it up, especially if they want to keep pace for some of the other teams. Uh, especially in the AFC, I feel like you can't get off to a slow start because it's gonna hurt you in the long run. Long run when it comes time to. Uh, Figure out who's going to be the uh, wild card teams because you want to be in the best position possible when it comes to those games. Mm-hmm. And then we had the uh, Titans and the Bills. That was a little smoke show. Uh, mm-hmm. Bills just put on the display. Titans are just, I don't want to say trash, man, but they're going to have to, they they need receivers too. And I think they're going to have to switch that quarterback. I'm going to give another four weeks before uh, that quarterback gets switched, man. <laughs> yeah, it might not take that long until, uh, until the Titans are in, in full rebuild mode. I think they got some good good young players there, but yeah, I'd say it's a, it's almost time for Tannehill to to go at this point. Uh, if you're not going to be a, a playoff team, then then I don't think there's any any reason for him to be quarterbacking. Oh yeah, I feel bad for Derrick Henry though, man. Yeah, same. But he's also got some miles on him too. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't look like he has that pop early on. And again, we talked about it last week. He usually hits his stride around week eight or nine uh, when it gets harder to tackle him. But um, early on, he's kind of looked a little. A little bit slow, and you know, obviously coming off the foot injury and whatnot. But, um, but, but yeah, I think we're gonna have to uh, kind of see how the next couple weeks rolls out and see what see what uh, the Titans end up doing. And, and Vrabel's a good coach; I think he can make adjustments and figure out what to do. But um, yeah, they're they're in a, they're reeling a little bit. Oh yeah, but rather the way you see, I mean, the other team we had the Vikings and the Eagles. I mean, Eagles put up, make light work of Vikings too, man. Those corners did a good job on the the Vikings receivers. And that uh, Eagles defense, man, your boy, he controlled the game, man. Uh, he was throwing the ball, running the ball, he was doing everything, man. He's looking like uh, the best quarterback in the NFC right now. Yeah, he looked he looked good. Um, like you said, he's not only is he doing with his legs, but he's also you know he hit some some nice uh, some nice throws, some big throws, some big third down, second down, and long that he was hitting guys, uh, which I think is is where they struggled in the past is when they got to, to these you know second, third, and long that that they're basically dead. You know, they they knew he couldn't get the ball to them, so it was uh it was basically you know praying that that they get a first round uh first down. But on the other side, I felt like uh you know you got your typical Kirk Cousins in prime time. You know, just mm-hmm. I don't know if he didn't have time, but it just felt like he was just hucking the ball real fast and to nobody because Jefferson was open. Like they they showed some of these the the routes he was yeah. he was he was open a lot. I mean, Kirk just couldn't get him the ball even even at the end there like. You know, they had him open in the back of the end zone a couple times, and and uh, he threw that interception of Slay where he missed Jefferson by about eight yards. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I don't know. He just he struggles in the prime time, and it was apparent on Monday night. And we throw the damn Thielen, man. Kill me. Uh, I mean, that's Vikings one of those teams to, uh, despite the weapons they have on offense, it's going to be a long season for them as well. Mm-hmm. They need help. They need help on both sides of the ball, especially on that defensive side of the ball. Of the ball, I feel like they can make a run and possibly sneak in as a wild card, but yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see how things play out for them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got the uh, Bucks and the Saints game. Forgot about that one. A little fight broke broke out. Boy Evans is suspended the game. I mean, I felt like it was on the. I don't want to say unnecessary. <laughs> uh, it it was you know. I get he he doesn't like Lattimore obviously, and then you know Brady's talking crap and and Lattimore's you know getting involved where he probably doesn't need to be, and and you know I Evans is just you know again I think part of it was him backing up Tom, and then part of it is just he doesn't like the guy to begin with. But honestly, like he didn't I, you know when I first saw Brawl, I was like oh they must have been you know throwing fists. He just shoved him. Like, yeah. Give me a break. Like this is the NFL. Like there's there's a lot worse things that happen in these games that, that people and and he got eject, he you know he got ejected rightfully yeah um and that should have been it right you know he he missed over half the game I think that's that's where you call it you give him a big fine and and that's it I didn't think he needed to be suspended for another game maybe they're trying to crack down on some stuff due to the like Aaron Donald situation um because mm-hmm. uh even though he didn't get any uh, fine or uh, suspension. It was kind of caught in film, so maybe they, they don't want any uh, the image. Yeah. You know, they got to protect the shield, cut cut some of that stuff out early, so sure. that they're not going to be uh, tolerating any any shenanigans uh, this season. So uh, people behave. No, that makes sense. You don't you don't want stuff to escalate. But I mean, from from all <laughs> again, you had Aaron Donald in the preseason taking off guys' helmets and whacking them with it. Like you know, I know it's a preseason, but come on. He shoved a guy in midfield. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, we knew something was coming, uh, whether it be a fine or, but I mean, we wasn't sure about a game. But hey, it's gonna be interesting to see as well because uh, I mean, the Bucks are pretty much beat up on offense <clears throat> with all these weapons out. It's gonna be interesting to see if uh, Tom Brady can pull them, pull them together for another win. So mm-hmm. then we got the uh, next week coming up, week three. I mean, we have the Steelers and the Browns. I'm, I'm probably going to roll with the Steelers on that one, even though they're, uh, you know, wide is out. I feel like they can pull together some wins. I think they can beat the teams that they can beat or should beat. I, I'm only worried about them when they play, like, some higher-power teams that can put up some points against them. Yeah, I think I think I, I like the Browns coming back off a loss and uh, a bad loss, and, and uh, I think they can they can control the, the, the flow of the game and let Brissett manage it and let Chubb and, and, and – K Hunt do the work. We have to wait and see as well. Um, then we have the uh, battle of the uh, winless teams. We got the Raiders and the Titans. Um, <laughs> I think this is a bounce back game for either team that wins to help them move in the right direction. You don't want to go down zero and three at the start of the season. Yeah, I I, I like uh, I like the Raiders in this one. Uh, I think Tennessee's in trouble. I think the Raiders mm-hmm. can capitalize again, coming off a bad loss uh, to the to the Cardinals. I think that they can, uh, you know, get it together and put one on the on the win column. Yeah, I think the Raiders just put up too much points for the Titans. Um, yeah, that's one thing Tennessee hasn't had in a long time as a receiver. Well, not a long time. I mean, yeah, AJ Brown last year, but they haven't had a high-powered offense in a long time. Yeah, the Bills and the Dolphins probably going to be one of the games of the week. Two undefeated teams. 
two high-powered offenses in the same division. I think we're going to see what two is made of this game, man. Yeah, I, I like the uh, I like the Bills here until proven otherwise. They just looked so good in the uh, you know in their first two games, offensively and defensively. Like you said, you know, I think that they can they can put some pressure on Tua. I think their secondary is a little bit better. They can probably handle Hill. Hopefully, they can handle Hill a little bit better, but but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to stop somebody. <laughs> can't. I mean, you can't let Waddle and and Hill get off. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a long day. Uh, otherwise, it'll be a shootout. But I think the Bills are gonna control the clock. They're gonna mix it up with some um some running with Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. I think he'll take he'll tuck the ball in and run a little bit. And then uh, I mean, this Allen Diggs uh connection is uh getting pretty ridiculous, man. I know. Yeah, they they got they got something going. It's crazy how uh, how a receiver one receiver can change a whole offense. It's it's wild. Um, yeah, you know, and, and they even had uh, like, so they had they had Gabe Davis out and and it didn't, didn't even look like the offense missed a beat. They pulled him in the freaking like quarter or whatever. Yeah, which was uh, which was ridiculous. If I was going against them in fantasy, I would have been happy, but I mean, he still put up a lot of points. Yeah, that was like one pick away from him too. We got the Eagles and the Commanders. I kind of like. I, I think that's going to be a good game. I kind of like what I'm seeing from the Commanders. They, offensively, they've been good. Defensively, they, sh- you know, picking it up. But I mean, they 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 got the pieces in place to win this game, man. They they do, but I feel like they get down. They'll get down early, and then it'll be similar to the game against Detroit, where they're just pretty much trying to catch up all you know the whole game. And and then you know Wentz will throw the ball you know <laughs> forty five fifty times. And again they they're passing a lot, which is you know they've been they've been okay with with passing the ball. It's just uh, you know they I don't think their defense has really helped them out in the first few games here. No, I don't mind them passing. Just throw the dots in, man. That's it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, oh, I mean, like like you said, man, they got the weapons on offense. Um, it's just up to the quarterback to manage it all. Yeah. Otherwise. Uh, He's gonna put them in some bad positions, uh, especially mm-hmm. when the defense is not getting getting them the ball back. Compared to how that defense was all stomping through people about two years ago. Right, right. And then we got the uh, the Ravens and the Patriots. That should be an interesting game. Uh, both teams are uh, looking to build some momentum. I mean, the Ravens mm-hmm. are pretty much good, but <clears throat> I pretty much think the Ravens are gonna roll through uh, the Patriots. But I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bill was able to sneak this win out. I mean, the Patriots haven't been playing bad, but they also haven't been playing playing good. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, they were. You know, they, basically it was a a, a muffed punt and then a, a 50-50 ball that Aguilar grabbed over a defender, and and that was that was how they won that game. I I wouldn't say, like I said. I, I think you're right. I wouldn't say they played great. I think that their defense kept them in the game, and and their offense did just enough to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the offense is going to have to pick it up. But that's the thing. They need weapons, man. They really don't have a, uh, I don't feel like they don't have a one or a two receiver. Uh, they just got a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe they try to make a, a midseason acquisition to put them over the top. But that's going to be the one thing that's holding them back. Yeah, totally agree. Then we got the Rams and the Cardinals. That should be a good game. Both teams are uh, looking to bounce back and take over the division. Pretty much going to roll with the Rams on this one. I still don't believe in the Cardinals, man. I don't either. It took you know, it took that miracle for them to beat uh beat the the Raiders. I just don't. I'm not sure. I I believe in Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. Uh, I think that his his shtick is kind of wearing a little thin, and I just don't know what Kyler Murray is at this point. I mean, obviously he's he, he's definitely you know he's clutched down down the stretch, right? Mm-hmm. Get getting them uh, to win that game, but 
Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that uh, I you know it's like the Rams. I think they're just too too stacked top to bottom, and when they're playing well, they're they're going to be tough to beat. Oh yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, when Hopkins comes back, it makes it makes a difference. But yeah, yeah, it probably does. You know, I think that they're hurting without uh without without Hopkins, obviously, and, and they got some other receivers out. But Marquise Brown is is I think he's a good number two. He can't be your number one. No, no, yeah, no. But as I said, maybe when Hopkins comes back, it open things up for everybody. Um, because right. uh, he's the number one receiver, and uh, it's not like he's injured. I mean, he's ready to play, but you know, he's uh, uh suspended yep. due to the uh. The uh, substance abuse, so we're gonna have to wait and see what happens when he comes back as well. Mm-hmm. And then we got the uh, 49ers and the Broncos, and <laughs> that should be a good game. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm rolling with the Jimmy G right now, man. I feel like he's gonna get his team back up into the uh, the, the talks of uh, one of the top teams in the NFC. Um, yeah, I'm rolling with you, man. I, I'm with you. I, I I never thought it was the right move to go to Trey Lance. Unproven. Obviously, the 49ers wanted to, wanted to make the move, and, and I, I guess I understand it. But at the same time, I felt like Jimmy G could probably get you back into the NFC Championship. Yeah, but also can't you can't blame the team when you draft a quarterback high. No, no, no. I, I don't blame yeah. them at all. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I, I think that they could have probably waited another year. I don't know, man. I feel like in today's NFL, you can't really have a quarterback sitting on your bench that long. Yeah. Outside of, uh, outside of. Uh, Jordan Love, but I mean, he's probably not going to see the light of day as a starter. But especially when you draft him that high, you got to see what he's made of. So, sure. I mean, they tried, but he got hurt. And it seemed like the offensive line played better when yeah. uh, when Jimmy G was out there, which was kind of funny. But I mean, we're going to have to wait to see how uh, things pan out as well. Mm-hmm. Then we got your Bengals and your Jets. You, you, think, you think your Jets can uh, sneak this one by? <laughs> I sure hope so. I mean, I, I hate that the Bengals are 0 2 coming into the game. Uh, probably a little fired up. So, but you know, I think that the Jets also have some momentum coming in this game, and I think it's uh, it's probably a field goal game, but probably leaning Bengals here. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a right place, wrong time type of game for the Jets. Um, yeah, I think the uh, Bengals take this game super serious, and you just come out on fire. But I mean, you never know. I mean, if uh, you guys can get to get to uh, Burrow, because that offensive line is a little shaky. Exactly. Uh, it could be. A, it could also be a long day for the uh, the Bengals as well. Mm-hmm. Then we got the uh, Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, that should be an interesting game. I mean, the Cowboys don't have their starting quarterback, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how close of a game or how uh, how lopsided the game is. But you know, I, I think Dayball is going to do a good job preparing the team for the uh, Cowboys and some of their weapons. Now that they don't, not that they have many, uh, simple fact that uh, they're not really running the ball with Zeke. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like everything's going through uh, Tony Pollard right now. And we just got to worry about that defense, worry about number 11, make sure yeah. uh, he's being blocked. But, you know, ultimately, you know, they can run the ball on him and that'll cause them to, you know, get picked up early on blocks and kind of make him hesitant as far as what he does. Yep. Am I playing you a fantasy this week? Yeah. Yep, you are. Oh, Watch snap. Out. We got the fantasy matchup this week. I don't know what's going on with my receivers, but somebody gonna have to come through, man. I mean, <laughs> Michael Thomas is playing good. Olave has been getting a lot of targets, but he needs to get more points. Dotson's been uh, Dotson's been good. He was a nice little pickup, but everybody else, man, suspect, man. <laughs> Must have been all those mock drafts. Not even that. Like they're not throwing the pits. The freaking. I knew I should have never took Derrick Henry, even though he slipped all the way to me at like eight. I just knew it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, it's easy now to say that. If he got off to a hot start like he did last year, you would have been like, oh, shit, I can't believe I grabbed him at eight. Yeah, man, but, man, I'm, my gut feeling was like, don't pick him, don't pick him. Yeah. But I was like, <clears throat> I was like, if I don't pick him, there's not going to be much running backs. And, like, ETN's not getting the ball, really, to, like, the second half. So it's killing me, man. Yeah. But something's got to change, so. Yeah, I thought ETN would get some more play, but it looks like they've been all James Robinson. Robinson, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe you get a James Robinson injury to uh turn things around. <laughs> Not this <laughs> week. <laughs> maybe next week then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> then on to the NBA. Not too much here. It looks like the Suns are for sale right now. I'll be interested to see how much the team sells for and uh who they get to buy the team, so yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it sounds like it's a pretty desirable um, franchise to own. Obviously, a couple of good teams with the Mercury and, and the Suns. I don't know. I feel like it's always one of those teams that you know, even though they're in the West, it's always like you know, the Suns are always a fun team to watch. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, they got solid fans, great yep. jerseys, um, yep. great location. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really wrong with them. Um, no. It's not like it's not like they're a, really a small market team, no. Nope. So to say, I mean, they got players on the team that want to win. Uh, they got a good coach, so I mean, they got pieces in place. They, they just need to. They just, uh, I mean, they just got to put it together. They've been there. Uh, they just got to get over that hump. But it's gonna be for me. It's gonna be interesting to see who buys the team and who, uh, if any, uh, mi- minorities uh, become an owner as far mm-hmm. as uh, trying to get the team. So. Yeah, it needs to happen. But, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. And then uh, not too much else in the NBA. Nope, I know. Uh, getting, getting ready for preseason. Yeah, so freaking a month away. Uh, well, less than a month. The preseason's the 30th. Yeah. And then uh, the season starts on the 18th. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be right there. Basketball is going to be upon us. Yep. I mean, uh, speaking of basketball, the uh, Aces, they win the WNBA championship. You go Becky Hammond wins a chip first year. Like we mentioned before, man, I'm really interested to see how many teams go out. And then uh, if uh, she's willing to uh, make that jump, despite uh, not getting the job last year. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see if, if uh, she gets any play from that. Um, I'd be surprised if she jumped, but at least jumped this year. But maybe next couple of years, you know, what does she get for a uh, what does she get for interest from NBA squads? Yeah, and that's what I wonder. I feel like it's like a pride thing. Like if, uh, you know, y'all didn't want me before, but now y'all want me now. You know, even though they're going to be throwing money at her, man. Somebody is. So. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, but now, you know, now she's, a, you know, proven herself to, to be a championship level coach. You know, I think sometimes that, that happens where you see assistants go to college. They do some stuff in college and they jump back into the NBA. Um, so maybe it's something similar to that. I, I do, you know, probably get, she probably has, if I, you know, again, we don't, we don't, we don't know what the interview process were like, or if she got any calls or whatever, but did, uh, you know, was she slighted because of her experience or, or what was it, you know? Mm-hmm. And does she have any resentment against that? Oh yeah. And then also the other, the opportunities as well. Um, cause I mean, there, it could be NBA teams calling, but it could be a, a crappy location where you are, you don't even, you don't even want to do it. So, and then uh, on to MLB, your boy Judge, it's <laughs> the uh, the walk off grand slam the other night. 
at 60 now. He's like two. He needs two more to be, you know, all-time Yankees uh, uh, home run leader. Uh, pretty much looks like he's going to be wrapping up the triple crown as well. So uh, keeping the Yankees afloat. I wish I would have bet more money on that game, but hey. <laughs> yeah, you know he's 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 a talk of the town right now. Obviously, uh, leading leading in the triple crown race here, leading all three categories. Um, Sixty homers. You know, my my guess is he probably gets to 61 or 62 by the end of the weekend, and then it's all gravy from there. But you know, he he uh, he took a big bet on himself this year, and it's it's going to pay off. And and hopefully that you know they 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 can ride this into the you know into a deep playoff run, right? I think he's been saying it all year. He doesn't he you know obviously he cares about the home run stuff, but he really wants to he really wants to win, and that's why he's here. Yep. I mean, everything's going right for him. He's about to get a huge payday. Well-deserved. I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I I just hope he can, uh, you know, stay hot in the playoffs as well. Yep. Uh, even though even though it's, baseball's a little different, you know, one player can't really take you to the promised land. But, you know, maybe his, uh, his uh, like, you know, Aurora rubs off on some people and, right. uh, you know, gets them uh, – Gets them, gets them playing at a higher level. Exactly. Then uh, on the other side, same thing. Dodgers still best team in baseball. Mets and Braves are right there. We just we just count down the days until uh, the playoffs begin, man. I know. I, I you know I, I love when playoff baseball starts, and it's, it's a little later this year. I think it's like October fifth or something. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, uh, this isn't like the time where you're like, can we just like fast forward a couple weeks and get there? When, you know, it's it's basically, I would say, for the most part, a lot of these are wrapped up. I think there's, you know, you said the East is a race, but both those teams are going to make make the um, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the Central, a um, bit of a race there between Milwaukee and, and St. Louis. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm all for, like, uh, let's go fast forward to, to, the, to the beginning of October and get this thing moving. Oh, yeah, definitely. This guy's is more uh, entertaining. It uh, is. It is. So you, I mean... I feel like playoff baseball, you're living and dying with every pitch. When when it's regular season, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's it's more casual. I would say maybe not for the players, but for the, the fans. Yeah, you can feel you can feel the difference in the game. Um, mm-hmm. like when it comes to uh the playoff playoff baseball compared to the regular right. season. So, um, definitely looking forward to uh seeing how things shake out. Then uh. time again i mean we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so tonight we got a uh, a buffalo chicken baked potato uh, oh, okay so pretty uh pretty pretty easy pretty easy weeknight weeknight meal uh healthy-ish meal and so uh with the chicken all i did was uh salt and pepper put it in a in a, in a, uh, a pan a pot with a cover um let it fry up on on higher heat for like a you know minute or two on the uh, side and then filled the pot with uh buffalo sauce and covered it and just kind of let it simmer for almost you know probably an hour and a half or so and then shredded it up um turned off the heat shredded it up and mixed all the sauce in together and that was ready to go um for the potatoes i like to do a crispy skin so i i I, um, just take a russet potato 
do a little bit of oil on, on the outside of the skin and then uh, some coarse sea salt on there and just okay. put it in, put it in the oven at like 400 degrees for like 90 minutes. Um, and, and the screen, skin comes out really crispy and you have a nice, you know, good potato in there. So really all I did is just, you know, slice open the potato, um, put a little bit of butter on the potato, chicken, fill it with buffalo chicken, um, tossed a little bit of a cheddar cheese. Uh, I did a little, little bit of blue cheese in there too, cause you can't go wrong there. Um, oh, yeah. and then, and then topped it with some scallions and, and, uh, it was actually came, it came out really good. That sounds good, man. Uh, yeah. you can't go wrong with, uh, with like a buffalo, uh, chicken or like a buffalo type dip. Right. I used to do that with, uh, with, I never done that on the baby potato, but I've done like the stuff like, uh, potato with like seafood yeah or i'll do like shrimp and bacon or like uh um scallops and bacon something like that but uh that definitely sounds good man yeah it was it was it was tasty and then uh what would you guys drink that down with so today uh brewery in charlotte uh called legion brewing it's in uh south park area of charlotte they had a uh their their version of the the, uh, the Oktoberfest beer so again still the Mars and style um, that we talked about last week but this one was a, it called Oktoberfest um, so basically they take their their beer and they just they age it on on oak barrels um, condition it sorry condition it in oak barrels so a couple days in oak barrel and then and then uh, you got your you got your Mars and uh, Oktoberfest beer um, I've had these before. Uh, it really is dependent on the barrel that you get and, and what flavor you pull out and how long you leave it in there. Right. So I think that, that, uh, they did it well. It was subtle. It wasn't overpowering. I'd say the base beer was only okay though. Um, just, it's just, you know, to me it was maybe lacking a little bit of flavor, uh, that I like to get from, from that Mars and style. Um, mm-hmm. but still good, you know, um, it's still, still a solid, you know, Oktoberfest beer. But I would give it, uh, I'd probably give it a 7.1. No, it's not too shabby. Yeah, it's all right. For a second, or for a second, when you uh, started mentioning the, uh, when you mentioned the name of it, and you said mm-hmm. oak, I was like, oh, is he going? Is he? Is he about to tell me they about to put oat milk in beer? Um, <laughs> no, God no. I was about to say. Nope, nope. Although I wouldn't be surprised. You know, they are. They they do have um, oat based IPAs. Uh, Treehouse makes a couple that I know of. Okay. Yeah. Might have to, might have so to get those in, a little a look. Instead, instead of using the grain, they use they use oats as you know to to extract the sugar from when they when they boil. Oh, gotcha. I feel like I feel like it's a, it's gonna be a matter of time before we get that uh that rolls up for the the how coffee's made roll, rolls over into the beer. Oh wait till I got wait till next week's so uh I got I got a good one. It's a latte IPA. We'll get into that. That was uh, interesting. Oh wait, a what? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was, I was too shocked to do it this week, and I already had my beer picked out. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that one next week. I feel like it was good though. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see. <laughs> and then uh, that's uh, JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then um, this week, not too much for the BRRs. Um, still finishing up some shows. We got, uh, you know, still watching C, you know, mentioned before, great show. Check it out. Um, checked out the uh, documentary Sins of the Mother. I think that's what it's called, right? The yep. one on Netflix. I actually seen the 2020 before, like or maybe a few months ago. 
mm-hmm. um, about it. But I mean, the the the, uh, the Netflix documentary was great because it went into detail about certain stuff that they, they didn't cover in the 2020, and actually found out the son. You know, the son of it all, he got arrested for like child pornography or something like that. Oh um, my gosh, no, which is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, the whole situation is crazy. Uh, it's just crazy how like like how, like how, what people do like. Like it's like no words for what she did, but and she like clearly like had no remorse. Remorse, whatsoever. yeah, which was crazy. Um, the the guy was hilarious too when they showed like his chart of like how he rates like people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, this person's like a a a, a two L, like a level two light person. This person's like a a four D person, the four like yes. devil person. So, so anyone you don't like, just just give them a four D score, and, and and then and then it's okay if you kill them. Yep, and then it's crazy how the the ex husband ex husband husband before was like trying to tell people she's crazy and something's wrong with her, and nobody's believing him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, he got shot. Then the brother got killed. It was just <laughs> a lot. Yeah, he, the 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 ex husband was the one I probably felt the worst for, other other than the kids, obviously. Um, because I felt like he just was like, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. He, you know, he raised these kids that weren't his and, mm-hmm. you know, and then she kind of went off the deep end and whatever was going on in his life at the time, you know, tough to tell because she was such a crazy person, um, that it's hard to, you know, and he's just trying to like, you know, go pick up his, his kid and bring him to school. <laughs> oh yeah. And then the, the, <laughs> after he died, when she sent the, the his kids, the text. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God! Could you imagine that? And they're like, "What happened?" And then like, and it was crazy. Like all the different excuses she was using to tell people how he died. She told them he had a heart attack, and then other people. She said he passed away, and then come to find out he got shot. And then um, I thought it was funny when they played the uh, the insurance call. And she called the insurance company, mm-hmm. and she said she was the beneficiary. And they're like, yeah. "Oh no, he changed it like <laughs> a month before." Yeah. He's no and dummy. Then, yeah, it was like a million dollar policy too. Yeah, it was crazy. She, you know, the, the phone calls and the texts, like, "Oh, it's all right. I'll still get his four thousand dollars in Social Security." Yeah, I was like, "Wow." Yeah, madness. But definitely a good uh, documentary to check out if you haven't heard about the story. Don't want to give it away, but definitely uh, if you like documentaries, check that out. Then we had the uh, House of Dragon, man. They're going, man. They're they're going. We're getting the jump. Yep. Uh, looks like we're gonna get the the bigger jump soon. Hopefully next episode. Uh, the, the way you know these things are going. We got a uh, what would they call the uh, the one in the one in game game of thrones it was what the the mad wedding or whatever it's called the what they call it was that what they called it the mad wedding the bloody wedding bloody wedding or something like that what the one the one in game of thrones the original yeah it was red mm-hmm. wedding red wedding the red wedding okay we got an orange wedding um <laughs> this episode only one person died um I'm not gonna lie I thought it was kind of funny but just because the 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 situation. How you know she had a side piece, he and the, the husband that she married had a side piece. Yeah, it was just a lot going on, man. But and then the conversation with the brother and the uh, the wife he killed that he was supposed to wed. I thought that was funny too. Yeah, but I mean overall, I mean, I mean we're going, man. We're getting some good stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with uh with the brother now since he doesn't have a wife to see if they'll try to wed him to somebody else and then uh. The 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 marriage between the uh, little daughter and the uh, the Valerian. Yeah. Yep. They had the. It was a, it was a. 
you know, I think some people were saying it was slow episode. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think about halfway through that ceremony, you could tell that something was going to go down. Uh, it was just, it was a matter of who, right? Um, I didn't, didn't necessarily see, you know, that Christian exploding on that guy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think the guy probably set him off when he walked over to him and was like, you know, whispering in his ear and all that nonsense. So, yeah, I, I also felt like they brought it upon themselves. They should have just left it. They should. I think they should have just held that secret in their back pocket for like when they needed it. Um, there's no need to. There's no need for them to give it out right away, especially with the uh, you know the uh, controversy going around that uh, you know she she slept with the brother. So yeah. And then also also the uh, the deal that uh, that uh, the king made with the Valerians as far as the uh, the. We said the, the the kids' names and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that seemed like a little strange part to me too. You know, I think why was he so con- why was um, Corliss so concerned about the last name? And, and I, I guess the king probably had already thought about that, and that's why he was like, yeah, they're gonna they can keep their last name until they ascend to the throne. At which point they have to change their name or whoever does ascend to the throne changes. Well, yeah, maybe they looked maybe they looked at it as that's the way of. Uh, Getting rid of the, you know, keeping yeah. their keeping their name alive as far right. as the the dominant uh, uh, heir, so to say. So yeah, but I mean, everybody's playing chess. I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens. Mm-hmm. And then uh, outside of that, wasn't really much much else. Um, I watched that little Love Is Blind after the altar. It was like maybe like three episodes. They showed everybody that was uh like after the pretty much the marriage, so to say. But everybody's uh, divorced from what I've seen. The uh, the girl that liked Shane, she's supposedly supposed to be getting married to some guy, some random guy. And then uh, everybody else is uh, separated, man. Everyone's separated? Yeah, man. All the other couples separated. I mean, like during the not, show, they're together. But yeah, uh, no, like, no, you know, not I surprising on those shows, though, you know. Yeah. But I, I really like the second. Yeah, I didn't really like the second season uh, compared to the first. Uh, I didn't feel like there was a lot of genuine couples in the second one compared to the first. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, if they bring another season back, I'll definitely be checking it out. So. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I it's enjoyable television for you know for what it is. Yeah, it definitely is, man. Then there wasn't much to uh, to uh, much else. Um, I got a chance to watch. Mm-hmm. I know uh, you mentioned the um, the. Uh, the horror show on Netflix. I wanted to check that out, and then uh, I got to catch up on uh, the Rings of Power. But I feel like I'm. A, I feel like I want to wait and just binge it to get the full story, so it can make sense to me. Uh, I got to catch up on She-Hulk. We got Abbott's Elementary coming back today. Definitely check that out. I'm trying to think what else. It wasn't really too much else, man. So I got to catch up on Mike. They started the uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Oh, uh, it was on Netflix or. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. Um, I know the Handmaid's Tale is back, but I, I didn't even really start that. So yeah, um, I think I, I cut it after last season. I, I just it was too much for me, too slow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get, get start the first season. So yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff uh, out there I got to check out. So mm-hmm. just got to get the chance to do, do it between football and everything else. I think that's it, man. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. 
I want to thank y'all for rocking out. Be on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.